You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning and welcome to the program. This is a Morning Breath or a Drive Time Devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. How we do that is we read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time in the Word of God in the morning, and there's a pre-arranged you know, arranged chapter that we read each, each and every day. And then we come down to the studio here at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about where God leads us in the chapter. And so today, on this beautiful uh, Wednesday, the 6th of April, I'm here with Pastor Brian Moore, and we're going to get into a chapter of the Bible. How you doing, Pastor? I'm doing great. Let's get into it. Let's uh, let's let's go. I'm excited. Go. Excited to get in the Word. It's a good chapter. It's uh, they always are. But, I mean, Proverbs know. has been fun. Yeah, it's really what Morning Breath was designed after. You know, yeah. I'd, I'd spent my early life reading a proverb a day, and you know, that's really the idea for a chapter a day. Came right out of Proverbs, so yeah. it's a super easy book to do it that way. Yeah. There's 31. <laughs> Works for most months. Very perceptive. Good, good work on that. Very perceptive. Yeah, let me tell people how to get connected to where we are at. So we're in Proverbs 18 today, but you could find where we're headed tomorrow and the days ahead on our app, East Coast app, or on the website, eccc.us. There's all sorts of information and sermons and uh, Morning Breath episodes by podcast you can get there. But, you know, there's a link there for Morning Breath, and it'll take you to the chapters that we're headed towards. And we'd love for you to get in the Word. There's also, um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and all the social media outlets out there. Or you could call our church office, 321-452-1060. We will email you or mail you, snail mail you, uh, more information about all the things Morning Breath, and uh, you'll be on board with us. That would be great, and we do want to let you know about some of the events coming up. We got kids camp. We're kind of giving you a, a long, you know, the long view there, saying plan for your summer with your children. We're going to do kids camp. It's going to be June sixth through the tenth. It'll be eight a.m. to four p.m. So it's pretty much all day. Well, that's a good day. Yeah, and so uh, it's ninety nine dollars for the first child, seventy five for the second. After that, they're all free, and so uh, third child and up is free. And uh, we weren't sure of that on Monday and said that they all the next kids were 75. So we just want to make sure that's clear. So 99 for the first one, 75 for the second. And if you have three and four and five. That's a pretty good deal for a family like mine when yeah, they were little. Mine too. Yeah. Mine too. Good stuff. How many kids you got? I got four. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yep. We're tied. Man, they're like I got you up and stuff, whoop, Well, I got you whooped on grandkids. Thank God. By far. Thank God. I get to coach two of your grandkids. How about that? I know. I think that's fun. I've been out of town a lot lately, so I haven't been able to see any of their games, but I'm looking forward to going to the next You didn't miss the best one, though. You didn't miss it. You were there for the opener. Let's go. Their first game ever. Let's go. It was fun. It was fun. Anyway, so let's... uh, let's, uh... What about Easter? We got Easter coming. I almost forgot. Easter. It's coming right up. What is that all about again, that Easter thing? That's uh, Jesus coming out of a grave. Life abundant. Didn't stay dead. Defeated death and uh, and the grave and shame and all the things that come with all the destruction of our sin and all the brokenness and came out of a grave. Sounds pretty big. Life abundant. Yep. Coming up this uh, April 16th and 17th, Saturday night and Sunday morning, we'll have services in all our locations. well, Saturday we are in, in Merritt Island, the Parkway location, but all the Sunday services will be happening. We got online, we got all the options. Come, invite somebody, bring somebody. Yep. We'll save you a seat. There will be lots of people coming to church, and it's going to be exciting and incredible. We got an incredible. Um, I don't know. We've we've put some things together that are going to be pretty awesome that you'll want to come and be a part of for East Coast That's awesome. Easter. You know that death was undefeated until. Yep. Jesus. Yep. 
there are um, not too many people that came back to life. I, I've I've heard stories of uh, of old where people went into a grave and um, and they came back, but uh, they weren't always dead every time. But Jesus was dead, went to went to hell and uh, grabbed the keys and uh, came on back. And just incredible, incredible that we get excited to celebrate Easter. I'm I'm excited for what it's meant in my life, resurrection life. Yeah, there were a few people that died in the Bible and came back to life, yep. really died. Yeah, but they didn't stay alive forever. Yeah. You know, they died again. Yep. And so, like you know, Lazarus and stuff. Yeah, all those guys. Yeah. You know, they yeah. just—it wasn't like they. He oh. was he was sleeping, but yet he was dead. Yeah. There yeah. you go. So they, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, they died later on, uh, but Jesus is alive, forever, forever alive. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Good. So let's uh, let's get into the chapter today. We're in uh, Proverbs chapter eighteen, and I'm gonna read New King James. What are you reading? I got New American Standard. Wow, twenty-four verses. We'll take twelve each, maybe. Sounds good. Should and, I get you started? Uh, yeah, help me. All right, get you started, Pastor Dan. Read, sir. A man who isolates himself seeks his own desire. He rages against all wise judgment. A fool has no delight in understanding, but in expressing his own heart. With the wicked, contempt, excuse me, with the wicked comes, contempt comes also. I'm going to get this right. Sorry. Three. When the wicked comes, contempt comes also. And with dishonor comes reproach. The words of a man's mouth are deep waters. The wellspring of wisdom is a flowing brook. It is not good to show partiality to the wicked or to overthrow the righteous in judgment. A fool's lips enter into contention, and his mouth calls for blows. A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his soul. The words of a talebearer are like tasty trifles. They go down into the inmost body. He who is slothful in his work is brother to him who is a great destroyer. The name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous run into it and are safe. The rich man's wealth is his strong city, and like a high wall in his own esteem. Before destruction, the heart of a man is haughty, and before humility, excuse me, before honor is humility. Verse 13 of Proverbs 18, He who gives an answer before he hears, it is folly and shame to him. The spirit of a man can endure his sickness, but as for a broken spirit, who can bear it? The mind of the prudent acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. The first to plead his case seems right until another comes and examines him. The The cast lot puts an end to strife and decides between the mighty ones. A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city, and contentions are like the bars of a citadel. With the fruit of a man's mouth, his stomach will be satisfied. He will be satisfied with the product of his lips. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. The poor man utters supplications, but the rich man answers roughly. A man of too many friends comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Ah, man. I read verse 24 again. A man of too many friends comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. So the New King James reads, a man who has friends must be himself be friendly, well, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. That's a little different. A little different. I, I can see what, what the New American Standard is saying when it says a man who has friends must himself be friendly. In other words, he's kinda, he has to be stuck with it, but I don't think necessarily that's not the way I've taken it. You know, I think, uh, uh, who was the guy, Carnegie, who wrote How to Win Friends and Influence People? Yep. 
And he said he made more friends in two months by being a listener and learning about other people's lives than trying in two years to get people to be interested in his life. And so I kind of take that as a man who has friends. He must himself be friendly or... You know, if you're going to make friends, you've got to be friendly. Yeah, who wants to hang out with you if you're not friendly? <clears throat> yes. So, you know, anyway, it's just one of those things. But it brings in another thought, which is why I like to read other translations, on, you know, verses maybe you've become comfortable with. Yeah. And kind of kind of rattles you a little bit and says, oh, I wonder what, wonder if there's truth in that. And there always is, of course. And so you look at that. So tell me what stood out to you in the chapter. There is a lot in here on on uh, your words in a man's mouth, and there's a lot of that way. But what stood out to you? Yeah, I I liked, um, I just, there's a couple different verses in here that talk about this, but uh, in verse two, it says, a fool does not delight in understanding, but only in revealing his own mind. I think about, uh, there's another verse in, in scripture that says, you know, be slow to speak and uh, quick to listen. And, yeah. you know, many times I can, I can be as guilty as anybody of this, of like, I want to get my point out. And so you're not really listening to what somebody's saying because you have a thought and you want to tell, you yeah. want to say your thought. And, uh, you know, I think that's born out of pride, really, that I know better than what you're telling me right now. And like you said about being friendly and having friends is one of the greatest aspects of being a great friend is that you can just listen. You can just sit and listen to somebody's heart and um, talk about marriage for a second. If you're always, you know, talking about what you want and what you need and your things and never sitting back and listening to, you know, the maybe, as you've said before, the sexy voice of God for your life, like your wife has great value in what she wants, what she's sharing with you. And there might be. There probably is, and there certainly is at times, the Lord speaking through your wife to you. But if you're so quick to just go, hey, let me tell you, and I'm going to say, and I have yeah. this thought, and and you're just mulling in your head what you're going to say next instead of actually listening for the voice of God in that and actually asking the Lord for wisdom. And, you know, I, I just think there's there's such great wisdom in this verse right here. It's, you know, but only in revealing his own mind that, you know, that your delight is maybe found only in that, well, let's make a correction. Let's make a course correction and go a different direction than that and go, let's let's listen a little bit and see what happens. I've definitely caught myself in this situation uh, many times in my life, uh, you know, where I'm, I'm only listening long enough to get a chance to say what I want to say. Right. And it's not, um, it doesn't lead to where you think it's going to lead. You know, there are times when you should share and there are times when you should be, uh, <clears throat> have a response to yeah to stuff that's going on. There are times when you should take the lead and, and do all that. And we're not saying that doesn't, you know, happen or isn't real, but, um, it's very clear here that it's a, a fool has no delight in understanding yeah. <clears throat> and to understand someone, you got to listen. <laughs> yeah. You got to hear him. And so I, I experienced that uh, recently. It was at a bed and breakfast and I stayed there all week. And everybody else came for one night and then left the next morning. Yeah. So I had breakfast with a bunch yeah. of different people. That's cool. And um, it was kind of fun to yeah. sit back and listen and watch the dynamics of people talking about themselves or what's important to them. For one couple, it was their grandkids. Yeah. For another couple, it was baseball. Yeah. For another couple, it was hockey. Wow. And they had all their hockey kids there, and you cool. know they were doing something. But you know it was kind of fun to kind of sit back and you know listen to what everybody thought was important, and 
And uh, so I don't think a lot of people thought I was a fool at breakfast because I didn't well. say much, you know. But uh, anyway. there's a great verse about that too. That even yeah. the, even the fool is counted wise if he remains silent. Like, yeah, we we read it just the other day. I yeah. read it earlier in the week. Yeah, that's that's in there. It's in the book. <clears throat> you know, I wonder. Um, I wonder what would happen in our community uh, with some of the differences and the things that separate people if we would mm-hmm. sit down and understand their story. Mm. Many times that we don't listen long enough to hear someone's story, we make critical judgments of things that that are just not healthy and not best. And I, I could be guilty. Like I, I'm I'm raising my hand right now in in guilt and going, Hey, I've not listened long enough. I've not understood enough. I spent some time in Israel uh, recently on a, on a bus, on a tour bus with, there's 11 of us on a bus plus a driver and a, and a tour guide. And um, it was an interesting dynamic that the driver was um, Israeli Muslim and the tour guide was Israeli Jew. And then there were 11 Christians on the bus. And so we had some incredible dynamics of, you know, some diversity, certainly. And um, there was language barrier there for the, um, the Muslim didn't, didn't speak English as well as, you know, the driver, the driver, yeah, the driver didn't speak that, that great of English, but in speaking to the, the Jewish tour guide, um, you know, there were some dynamics there that I actually shared in my message, which will be, you know, last weekend at this point, the, um, the idea of, you know, we were driving up the the road to Jericho uh, or, down to Jericho from Jerusalem down to Jericho and um, the Muslim driver actually pulled over to help somebody on the side of the road um, without talking to anybody else because that's he's on the road a lot and he just is going to be a guy who helps people right and here we are Muslim Jew and 10 Christians and we pull over to help someone and nobody really knew what was going on and because they weren't speaking English to right, each other right, right? right. and um, so when we asked um, what was going on the tour guide said you know um, this is the road down to Jericho and where the Good Samaritan story goes down, where you have priest, Levite, and Come Samaritan, on. right? And here we are in a bus, and we all have differences. Like, there's oh, no question yeah. we have differences. I don't even know the story of the person who's broken down on the side of the road. It's not like the Good Samaritan was a robber and beaten and bloodied or something. Right. The point still being that the Muslim's one who pulled over to love this person well enough to go, hey, I'm going to take care of somebody. Sure. And um, we can learn a lot of things versus be critical about what people might believe because of their belief system. Now, do they need Jesus? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, sure. And do they need a transformed heart and, you know, Absolutely. the rescue from, from death and destruction? Absolutely. But it doesn't mean that people don't love people just because they have a belief system maybe different than us yeah. in whatever arena that is, right? Like yeah. it could be, now there's all obviously both ends of the spectrum. It could be every, political. Absolutely. It could be sexual. It could be anything. It could be right-handed and left-handed. It yes. could be two different groups of people. That, I heard lefties have rights too. Whoa. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, come on. Um, it just is, uh, <clears throat> it's just an interesting dynamic if we'll sit and we'll listen and we'll understand a little bit more and, and see somebody's heart. Um, there might be a whole lot more good in somebody than we recognize. And, you know, when, when you think about the good part, but even there's good in their argument oh, yeah. sometimes. When you, you know, I had uh, someone write me because I made it, this is a long time ago, maybe 25 years ago. Yeah. I talked about the death penalty. And I talked about, you know, the Bible does have quite a bit to say about, you know, verse 25 of the next chapter says, strike the scoffer and the simple will become wary. Well, that there's a deterrent effect by punishment yeah. for what you do wrong. Yeah. And it's just like anything else, value changes depending on cost. Well, and so um, there's actually been a lot of recent studies uh, on does the death penalty, you know, is there is there virtue to it? Yeah. And right now, the modern studies, like 2012 till now, say that every execution saves three to 18 lives because of deterrent effect of it. And, you know, 
I said something about it, and then someone wrote me and said, I don't believe in the death penalty, and here's why. Yeah. And we went back and forth very biblically. Yeah. And also, you know, our own personal, you know, leanings. Yeah. And you know what? I learned a lot. Yeah. Listening to where that was coming from. And the other side of it is I love watching the shows where somebody's convicted of a crime and you find out, you know, and God forbid that took 20 years. Yeah. But 20 years later, DNA proves their innocence. Yeah. I, the, I, the Innocence Project, I love seeing people get set free wow. that are wrongly accused. Yeah. I mean, gosh, you know, I was rightly accused and Jesus set me free. Yeah. How much more when someone's wrongly mm-hmm. accused and they get set free. So I love those, I love those stories and uh, how horrible it would be to execute the wrong person. Yeah. And so there's a lot to think about in a subject like that, not just simply, well, you know, executions save lives or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then you're done and you're not listening to what somebody else has to say about it and thinking about the different sides of the same subject. And so many faceted. And there's a there's a verse in the Bible that talks about the many the multifaceted grace of God. Yeah. And I think that's what you're getting at, what we need to have for people, is that no matter what's going on or no matter, you know, our differences, that we're graceful, that we we speak with grace. We we have grace for them. That's good. And God loves mercy. Yeah. And <clears throat> mercy triumphs over judgment. And so those are all great principles, Pastor Brian. I love it. You know, the uh, the opposite of that verse, or the kind of the encouragement on the other side of that verse is 15. It says, the mind of the prudent acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. Like, if you'll just listen and actually dig in a little bit, you could actually be more knowledgeable about a ton of things if we will listen, right? Like, yeah. Oh, like yeah. Absolutely. I, I've I've tried to I've tried to um, I don't know move my life in a direction of being around people who know more than me. I don't want to be the smartest guy in the room. I don't want to be the guy who has to have all the answers all the time. I want to be around people who have more knowledge and have more understanding. And that means I get to listen. That means I get to learn. Yeah. Yeah. And in learning, then I can become more knowledgeable for the next opportunity. But yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that I don't know about. I remember there was a time where you came over and showed me some things about my septic tank, for instance. Like <laughs> as a young homeowner, with I mean, that's a that's a yeah. real like yeah. natural thing that um, is not. Necessarily that spiritual, but it is a real principle of going, you know what, I don't know. There's somebody out there who does know, but I got to be willing to ask the question. And actually it says the prudent will, uh, you know, find knowledge there. I want to, I want to prudently be digging for knowledge. So, yeah. And you know, I think that really biblically speaking, most things, at least in biblical times, were you learn by through someone else. Yeah. That's part of the, the kind of a, dilemma we're in right now but yet it's an incredible blessing like i can go to youtube and figure out how to fix my tractor right on <clears throat> incredible things things i wouldn't dare try to take on yep but now i can and yep. i don't know anybody that i can uh, just go talk to that might know how to fix it right so i avoid a person because there isn't one around me right now and I go to a device and I watch it and then I leave and I'm alone and I, you know, I head over here and I do it. And it kind of goes with the verse one, a man who isolates himself, seeks his own desire wow. and raises against all wise judgment. I'm not doing those things, but 
just society is kind of set up to where, you know, that was, how many years ago did we go work on your septic tank? It was about five years ago. I mean, you probably could have YouTubed that today and figured out what was wrong. Yeah. Um, you might not have found the septic tank like we did, but, yeah. you know, it was, uh, it was, you probably would have though, you know, it, it, the information's out there. Yeah. I think that just the, what you're speaking to is the value of like apprenticeship, right? Like mm-hmm. doing life alongside somebody yep. who is more knowledgeable mm-hmm. about something. Like I, I think back to 15 years ago here at East Coast and you were intentional about having what we called a young lion's lunch. Like yes. you would take a few of us to lunch every every week like it was a we're going to go to lunch boys let's talk about your family let's talk about life let's talk about something besides just oh what are you what decisions are you making it was let's hang out and do life and all sorts of things came up in those conversations but that was an intentional you saying you know what i'm going to get around some other guys you also learn from those things probably some creative things that maybe in the season for you you needed right but there was this doing life together and spending time alongside and so many times now you can just YouTube something or you can get online and you have zero relationship with people. You isolate and then before you know it, you're out on a limb somewhere by yourself making decisions that you never wanted to make by yourself yeah, instead good. of making them in a group. And the anointing's in the cluster. You know, there's yeah, all these things that we've, that we've said here around the church. We're not perfect at this by any no, means. And no. I don't want to brag on, oh, he did this or I did that. Or, but there is growth for sure in the, in, the, in the group and not being out on your own. Yeah, and I actually, you know, where I use my tractor, on North Merritt Island, I have a neighbor yeah. uh, who we've become good friends. That's cool. Helping one another with stuff like that, yeah. and it's mostly him helping me. To please sure. don't sure. don't get me wrong, <laughs> because he's an old he's, he's a, out there. He's, been he's there. an equipment yeah. o- operator for a long, long time, yeah. all over the state of Florida, and so he knows equipment. Yeah, and it's like he just pulled me out. You know, the Bible talks about pulling your ox out of a ditch. Oh no. Right before I left to go speak at a couple of churches, yeah. and I was gone nine days, yeah. I got my tractor stuck in a mud hole, yeah. and then I got to leave and let the mud dry around it, Okay, and I couldn't get it out. Oh, no. And he, you know, I went, Louie, do you got any suggestions? And uh, another guy that's maybe, you know, a few years older than me, uh, Dick Perkins, and he, the three of us went out there, and Louie Louis got it out. And wow. it's like... Okay, he knows what he's doing. That's awesome. But I needed that help. Imagine if that was your life and you're in a ditch stuck somewhere, Come right? On. And you need a bailout somehow. And who are you going to call? What friend do you have that you could call when you're stuck and you're broken down or you're, you know, whatever your story is? It doesn't always have to be a natural, my car's stuck or my tractor's right? stuck. It could be my life is stuck and I need a rescue. Well, be around some people long enough before you need the rescue so that when you need the rescue, you have somebody to call on, right? Yep. Uh, it's it's of great value to do life alongside people. That's why the local church is a value. And, and you know, it's been my experience that if you hang around people in the normal steps of life, yep. when it's something important, yep. those people are around. Yeah, it's good. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back in a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age, or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. 
Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living and Memory Care Community, located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Well, final thoughts. What do you think, Pastor Brian? Uh, I mean, uh, really what we spent some time saying is, uh, hey, make sure that your your life, you're sharing your life, yeah. that you're sh- letting other people share their lives, that it's not, you know, that you don't let the current world we live in isolate you. I mean, our garage doors come down. Yeah, they're automatic. You know, we shut our front doors. There's, you know, used to be in my old neighborhood. My mom, and dad sat out front on lawn chairs underneath a tree in the cool of the evening. Now that's a big statement for Miami because yeah. it wasn't very cool yeah. in the evening. Yeah, but it was cool compared to noon or two yeah. o'clock. And everybody in the neighborhood knew my mom and dad. Yeah, because of that. Yeah, and that's that's a powerful thing when there's a hurricane or where there's something going on in the world around us um having friends and neighbors that that you care about and care about you is a super valuable thing and uh, you know we can't get all of that back but if we work at it 
we can we can get some of it back. My life is different because of the friends that are around me. Yeah. And you know, in this season of the last couple of years, it's been easy to isolate. It's been easy to push away. I would just encourage you out there, step back in, go go back to some of the things that, that were working. And maybe there's some new behavior that has pushed you into some circles. Stay in those circles. Don't isolate. There's a reason why, you know, depression, anxiety, Come you on. know, all the drug use, all the opportunities are there because you isolate. But get, get around some people, get a fresh start. And we're happy to be a part of that at East Coast. And we have all sorts of groups and opportunities yeah. for you to push in. Step back. Let's go. And let's do this life together. It'd be better together. All right. See you, Pastor Brian. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.